Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Classic streams. Made just given by the man in the witness chair, Valeria Gedrades. It's crystal clear to everyone in the courtroom that the slow, awkward voice of the witness Gedrades was the voice of May Grant's doom. The voice of Perry Mason's defeat, unless... Unless Perry Mason can prove he lied. Now, at the defense table, Perry Mason feels the pressure of the waiting tension upon him. The witness is waiting, Mr. Mason. In a moment, Your Honor, as soon as I get my notes together. Hmm. Well, Della. It'll be a tough nut to crack, Chief. You can say that again. Only tough. Well, let's give it a try. I'm ready now, Your Honor. Order in court. All right, Mr. Mason. Thank you. Mr. Gedratis. Yes, sir. Hmm? Uh, yes, Mr. Mason. Now, let us understand each other from the beginning. Don't be frightened. There's nothing to be frightened about, Gedratis. There's no reason for fear. None at all. Not yet. Your Honor. Yes, Mr. Epp? I know what the defense is up to. I know his methods. Just what is your objection, Mr. Epp? I remind the court that Mr. Gedratis is foreign-born. That he isn't too familiar with our language and... Therefore, prone to understandable errors in syntax and construction. I'm here to see that his interests are protected, Mr. Epp. Thank you, Your Honor. Go ahead, Mr. Mason. Hmm. Mr. Gedratis, you have told us you saw Mr. Carlo four miles from the place where her husband was killed. Yes. At three in the morning at just about the time he was killed. Yes. You were certain of the time and the place and the date because you had a particular reason to remember. My daughter was sick. And you went to the drugstore for medicine. Yes. You called the druggist to meet you. Senor Galeta. You had done this before? Yes. Called him late at night in an emergency? Yes. You called Senor Galeta from your apartment? From the downstairs where the telephone is. What is his phone number? Senor Galeta, Quaker 7630. At what time? At about... Fifteen minutes before three. You then walked to the pharmacy? Yes. How far? About two blocks. On which side of the street did you walk? The south side. What is the address of the pharmacy? Corner of Hill and Patterson Street. Well, which corner? The corner east-north. Northeast? Yes. You had to cross to it? Yes. Uh, what time was this? Then, oh, about uh, five minutes before three. Which way did you cross the intersection? Across two streets or... No, no. How, how do you say sideways? Diagonally? Catacornered? Uh, yes. Diagonally. You waited at the pharmacy? Yes. Watching the clock in the window? Yes. My, my... From which direction did Mr. Carlo approach you? Uh... From which direction did she approach you? I think, uh, from... From the east. Are you sure of that? Yes, I... How was she dressed? Dress? I... What did she say to you? She... I, I do not remember. I... She merely spoke... What time was this? She said... Uh, oh, almost three o'clock. And how was she dressed? I, uh... 
A coat? You say uh, she approached you from the west? She was wearing a coat. Uh, I believe a dark coat. Oh, from the... Yes, yes, I believe. Objection, Your Honor. The witness has told a clear-cut, straightforward story. Up to a point. If necessary, I'll have Senor Galeta to verify I don't doubt Gadredis went to the pharmacy at the time he claims he did, and you can withdraw your objection, Mr. Rapp. I found out what I wanted to know. I found out why Mr. Gadredis is confused. Confused? His words are clear and plain. Oh, we understand what he said. But I don't believe he understands. Sit down, Mr. Rapp. Well, Mr. Mason, I say this man does not understand. I do not understand? I don't think you could, and still do what you're doing. Have you ever been to prison, Mr. Gadratis? No, I have not. Ever been arrested? No, I have not. Or sued for civil or criminal damages? Never. Mm. I suppose you're not in debt. Debt? At times there is a delay, but yes, Gadratis pays his due. You are a member of a church, Mr. Gadratis? The church? Yes, oh yes. And your wife and daughter, you love them? Yes, above all else, I love them. Therefore, the man Gadratis is a good man? Good? I may be, Mr. Mason. I believe it. Uh-huh. That's why I don't believe you could say what you've said if you had full understanding. A good man doesn't lie, as you know. Yes, I know. And it is not a question of language. You understand the words. You, you understand Polish. A little. And Dutch. And German. Much German. Yes. And Czech. Much Czech. And English. And in all those languages, in Polish, Czech, German, Dutch, here in our English, in any language... A liar is an evil man. Gadratis? Yes. An evil man. But there are degrees of evil. Degrees? Oh, yes. Do you know many words for death, Mr. Gadratis? Death? Yes. Many words. And a lie in any language causing death in any language, is the most evil of lies. Yes, that is clear, very clear. Your testimony could cause the death of an innocent woman. That woman sitting right in front of you. Now, raise your eyes and look at her, Mr. Gatredes. I see her. Without looking, I see her. Mr. Gatredes, just as there are degrees and kinds of evil, there are degrees and kinds of punishment. Mr. Gatredes... Yes, I understand. Some liars are punished by human justice. But there is other punishment. Your Honor. Yes, Mr. Mason. The prosecutor made a point of Mr. Gadrady's foreign birth and possible misunderstanding of the language. So that there can be no possible doubt. Will you please have the oath administered once again? Oh, but, Your Honor, Mr. Gadrady's has already taken the oath. Mr. Apt raised the question, Your Honor, and in so grave a matter... You can't do any harm. Very well. Uh, Bailiff, give me the Bible. <clears throat> Mr. Gadratis. Yes, Excellency. Stand up in the witness box. Yes, Excellency. And place your right hand on the Bible, Mr. Gadratis. Uh, Mr. Gadratis, didn't you hear? Uh, yeah, that's right. Put your hand on the Bible. 
And now repeat after me. I swear to tell the truth. I swear to tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Holding no mental reservations or conditions. Holding no mental reservations or conditions. Or conditions. So help me God. So help me God. Remove your hand. You may sit down. All right, Mr. Mason. Thank you, Your Honor. Now, Mr. Kidratis, you have sworn on solemn oath to tell the truth, so help you God. You've also said that Kidratis pays his due. You know what punishment you must pay if you do not tell the truth, and God abandons you. Well, Mr. Kidratis, there is a hell on earth, Mr. Mason. What? We can't hear you. I know what will happen. Then I ask you, in truth, did you see Mr. Carlo, as you have just testified, as you believe in God, as you have hope for your soul? In truth, Mr. Gadrades? Yes. I did see Mr. Carlo, as I said. In truth, I saw her. Valeria Gedredes has dared the wrath of the God he fears to shield his family from the terrible hand of Anna B. Hurley. And in so doing... It appears Gedredes has doomed May Grant unless... But by all means, join us tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's late afternoon, several hours after the close of our last episode. And in the gathering darkness, outside an old apartment building where the Gedredis family lives. There he is. Where? In the doorway. Hi, Barry. Beautiful. Hello, Paul. Hello, Hello, clear ahead. Gedredis is home and alone. Alone? Uh, His daughter is there, too, but she's sick. Mrs. Gedredis won't be back for a while. Where did she go? A new baby coming at the neighbor's. Oh, and Mrs. Gadrady's? Uh-huh. Beats me. Somebody gets sick, they call Mrs. Gadrady. Somebody gets in trouble, they talk to the old man. You got my reports? No, not just yours. We've been up to here in reports and notes and transcripts of testimony. Did you find anything, Perry? No, just what we've always known. If Gadrady's testimony isn't broken, May Grant will probably be convicted. Uh, I was hoping by now I'd have something to use as a lever. Well, I can't wait any longer. Oh, we've given it a try, Perry. We'll keep trying, but so far, all we get is the information Gadrady's is a good man. Yes, that's why I'm here. Because maybe he is a good man, Chief, in spite of yeah, what... Yeah, maybe an appeal to his conscience will work. But something's got him. I'll be here when oh, you come. Oh, wait a minute, Paul. Uh, did you get what I asked you to? Yeah, but I don't know why you want a twenty-five caliber automatic. Well, I hope you don't have to find out. All right, Della, let's go. 
This is 5A, Perry. Mm-hmm. I'll knock. Oh, the door's open. Mm-hmm. And no light on inside. Well, Paul just said he was here. No. Well? See anybody? Uh, look, through the door to the kitchen there in front of the uh, kitchen window. Huh? Oh, yes, Mr. Pedrides. Just sitting there at the table. Come on. He doesn't hear us. Wait. Mr. Gadrades. Who? Hello, Mr. Gadrades. Oh. You remember us? Yes. I ask your pardon for not rising, Miss Street. That's all right. I am tired. Very tired. But please sit down. Thank you. You're not surprised to see us? No. The door was open. Then you expected us. Well, I thought perhaps. You know why I'm here? I know. Today you may have taken a life, Mr. Gadrades. You can give it back tomorrow. I am God, Mr. Mason. To give life. You played God today when you took May Grant's life. That's why I'm here, as you know. You expected me. Yes. I won't say what you want me to say, Mr. Cadrates. Huh? We're not going to argue. There is no reason to argue. You know what you did. The lies you told mean May Grant's conviction and death. Death for an innocent woman. No. So, actually, from a moral point of view, you committed murder. No. There's no other way to look at it. There's no other way your God will look at it. No, I'm not going to argue with you. You know all the arguments as well as I do. We think you've been going over these arguments, Mr. Gadrades. Yes. Over and over and over. Because you know what's on your conscience. The life of an innocent woman never harmed you or yours. That's why I came to see you. Not only to ask for Meg Grant's life, but to give you warning... Warning? I don't know what secret pressure made you lie as you did. Nothing, no pressure. Don't tell no. me that. We're not in court now. There is no judge, no jury, no one to listen, no one to impress. Just us. And now I'm telling you what I know. I know there was pressure on you. You had a reason for lying. No. You lied and you know it. And we know it. You're hiding the reason for your lie and I know that also. Mr. Gadrades, I will find that reason. Whatever it is, I will find it. It will take time, but I have got time. I'll take it. May Grant doesn't have time. Tomorrow is coming too fast for that innocent young woman, Mr. Gadrades. So listen well. I'm going after you. I'll find what you've got hidden, and when I do, you won't have gained a thing. You'd better face it now, Mr. Gadrades, because sooner or later... No. Sooner or later, you will have to. But later will be infinitely worse. Because May Grant will be dead. Beyond help. Mr. Mace. Yes? You... You believe I lied. I know it. But I'm a good man. 
Mr. Mason to lie. Such, such a terrible lie. Oh, there must have been a reason, Mr. Cadredes. We understand that. A very compelling reason. I'm offering not only a warning and a threat, but help, Mr. Cadredes. You need help. I'm here to give it. Mr. Mason, for a good man to lie, such an evil lie. There would have to be a reason. A big one. If there was such a reason, it would have to be such that... that it would, it would have to be so that there could be no help. How do you know there could be no help? Unless you tell me. I have nothing to tell. I was just trying to show Mr. you... Mr. Gadredes, Mr. Gadredes. Do you believe that I will track down and expose the hidden motive for what you did? I had no all such right, motive. All right, all right, Then let us say if you had. Don't you think that I can find it in time? You would try. I believe you would try. Perhaps even find it out. Then why squander May Grant's life to gain nothing? Stella, suppose you wait out in the hall. Mr. Cadredes will talk more freely without a witness. Yes, of course. It will do no good. I assure you, it will do no good. You go anyway, Stella. All right. Oh, my daughter, she's away. Oh, pardon. I must see her. Pardon, please. Adele. Oh, Perry, I think he was about to talk. Maybe. But you're supposed to rest. Oh, Papa, I'm well enough to meet them. The pain is almost stopped. Well, please. Oh, all right. Mr. Mason. Yes? Would you step into my daughter's room? My daughter would like to meet you. Yes, of course. Come on, Ella. This is Mr. Mason, Adele, and Miss Street. Mr. Mason is a lawyer, and Miss Street is his secretary. Hello, Adele. Hello. Mr. Mason... Mystery. As you see, my daughter is ill. Oh, not really ill, Papa. Not very. I mean, well, I'm lame. I, I did something I'd been told not to do and, and hurt myself. As Papa says, I punished myself. Daughter, please. I tried to walk again. I heard if you have enough faith, you can do anything. Even walk when you are lame. Darling, please. When I tried, I fell down. And... But there will be other days. Yes, yes, there will be other days. Better days, days when you will walk. That's what I said, Papa. Days when... My daughter is tired. You'd best go. We haven't talked, Papa. There's no, no reason for you to talk. Miss Mason, Miss Street... But, Papa... As for you, you close your eyes and rest. you afraid to talk about anything, Mr. Cadredis? Even with that girl in there, your daughter? She can't trap you. I didn't want her disturbed. She is not the one who was disturbed. She is not the one who is punishing herself. Last chance, Mr. Cadredis, and then I'm through talking. You will have forced me into action. I'm sorry because I know that you're carrying a heavy load. But you leave me no alternative. You stand by what you've done, and you shall have to take the consequences. Well? Come on, Donald. All right, Chief. Oh, Mr. Cadredes, tell your daughter we were pleased to meet her. Tell her she's a nice girl. And you might tell her those who fall when they're asked not to walk aren't the only ones who receive punishment. 
Well, there's no doubt about it. Gedrady's refusal to repair the damage his testimony did to May Grant is forcing Perry Mason to take action. But in just what direction that action will take, well, won't you join us tomorrow? Paul. Hey, take it easy. I might be spotted. Doesn't make any difference now. Where's your car? Across the street. Let's go. Look out for the traffic, Perry. Golly. Let them look out. Hey, what happened up there? I'll explain in the car. Come on, get in. Listen, I've got boys reporting back. Let them report later. All right. Where to? You remember where May Grant was held prisoner? Yes. All right, then. Get there, fast. You got that 25 caliber automatic with you? Yeah, in my pocket. Good. Della, hand me the telephone. Uh, uh, wait till I get around the corner, Perry. All right. Okay. Uh, how fast shall I go? You're driving. All right. Here's the phone, Perry. Thank you. Paul! Don't bother the man, Della. He's busy. Yeah. I'm calling from a moving car. Say that again. From a moving... Oh, all right. I can't hear you very well. Can you hear me? Yes, I... I can hear. Good. Now, Bill, can you leave Dory? Leave? Mm. Well, yes, I suppose I could. The housekeeper's here. Yes. All right. You remember where May was held prisoner? Yeah, I remember. Can you meet me there? Yes. All right. Be there as fast as you can and come inside the apartment. We'll be waiting. All right. Oh, and Bill, bring your checkbook. What? Your checkbook. Sure, sure, all right. That's all. But hurry. I'll be there before you can get there. Goodbye. Goodbye. Here, Della, put this back on the hook. All right, you can speed up now, Paul. I finished talking. Nobody around. Locked. Well, I'll go downstairs see if I can talk to Super and let him have a passkey. No. What? We don't talk to anyone. Uh-oh. I know what that means. I've got a pocket flashlight, Paul. No, I don't need it. I think I've got a gimmick here that'll work. Yeah. It'll fit, but... Don't know if it'll turn. <clears throat> well? No, have to force it. Well, they don't stand there talking about it. Anybody coming? No. Well, here goes. Well, not a neat job. But effective. Let's go in. Want the lights on? No, not till the blinds are closed. I'll get those. Okay, the lights now. All right. Well, here we are. Oh, I see they've cleaned the place up. Yeah. New rug on the floor. Yes. But look, they forgot to fill in the plaster over this bullet hole. When you two get through admiring the scenery, hmm? 
Oh, okay. Bella, see if you can find a wash pail in the kitchen pantry. Okay, fill it with water? No. I'm going to stuff a sofa pillow into it. Right there. Ah, let me see that gun, Paul. Gun? Here. Mm. Is it loaded? Well, the clip's loaded. You've got to jack one bullet in the chamber before it'll fire. Mm-hmm. Oh. I found this galvanized iron bucket. That's perfect. Just put it down, Donald. Now, I think this pillow will do. Pillow's going to look awful silly when... You won't see it. Okay, Paul. Outside. Right. I'll start firing just one minute after you walk out of that door. Right. I'm starting now. I'll fire at one second intervals, just as we planned. I uh, beat it back in here as soon as you and Della get through killing that pillow? That's it. Oh, uh, here's Mr. Grant, Harry. Good. Send him in. Oh, one minute. In just one minute from now, Paul. I'll be listening. I came as quickly as I could, Mr. Mann. Well, that's a gun. Yes. You keeping time, Della? Yes, 50 seconds. It's a little early, Bill, so you can watch this experiment. What? 45 seconds. You uh, heard Lieutenant Tragg's testimony? Well, sure, yes, the I... The murder was reported by a woman who claimed she heard the shots from outside. 35 seconds. I don't think that she did. Now, this gun is the same model as the one Blanc was killed with. And Mr. Drake is out front? No, not out front. Just out in the corridor. And Mr. Drake has excellent hearing. 20 seconds. If Paul doesn't hear, that proves that she didn't hear. And if she didn't? As far as I'm concerned, then, that's proof that... Ten seconds, Perry. Now, you uh, better stand aside, Bill. There. Five seconds, Perry. Four, three, two, one, go! Now, we'll know. No, no, what? I know I, I uh, talked to Gedredis tonight. You notice I say I talk. Yes, I think he would have if we'd given him long enough, but... I don't think so. I think he wanted to come clean, but he didn't dare. Didn't dare? Oh, you mean a threat? Some kind of a threat. Probably a threat to his family. Well, if you know that, my Bill, Bill, Valeria Gadrades was chosen. Carefully chosen. Oh, Paul? Well, didn't you fire? No. You don't have to answer. I can see the pillow. Well, you don't have to answer our question. You didn't hear the shots. No, and it was quiet in the corridor. There, you have it. Look, you're all leaving me far behind. I... You'll get used to it. Gidrades was chosen? Chosen. By the woman who telephoned in a report of the murder. Oh. That same woman telephoned you and first told you Dory was not your child. I see, I see. I was beginning to think there wasn't any such... This proves it. Proves there's a woman in the background. A woman who reported a shot she could not have heard. Unless she'd been in here. Well, we thought we had a hot lead on her once. Yes, the superintendent of Mr. Carlo's apartment building. Uh Uh-huh. They had to rule her out. I am not ruling anybody out. And that includes Anna Hurley. Yeah, but Perry... Mr. Mason, if you suspect no particular person... Then I have to suspect everyone. The fact remains that somebody, and I think it is a woman, has masterminded everything that's happened to me. Somebody hidden and evil. Somebody moving people around like puppets. For instance, Gadrades. That. It all comes back to that someone. We've been working a month without a trace. Mm. You've got an idea, Mr. Mason? I have. I need your help. Of course, I'll do anything I can possibly do. No, wait. Let me tell you. I'm going to take a chance. I can't explain what I'm going to do to you or Paul or anybody because... Oh, never mind. Because if it goes wrong, you'll have full responsibility. Skip it. Bill, here is as much as I want you to know. I'm going to take a chance not only with myself, but with May. Now, you will have to stand by in ignorance 
see things happen that you won't understand. You'll have to stand by, ready to help, if I ask you to help, and without a question. Well, this, this chance, it's a real chance to save my wife? The only chance I see right now to save her, in time. All right, Mr. Mason. That's a big thing. Once I start it, I have to play it out. I said all right. I'm asking complete trust and faith without quibble or question. All right, I know. I'll, I'll do whatever you say. Nothing or anything. Good. You can start by doing something. What? You brought your checkbook? Check. Well, yes. You got $1,000 in the bank? Oh, yes, in our special joint account. All right, sit down at that desk and I got a check payable to Perry Mason for $1,000. You understand May will have to countersign it. It's a joint account. It's better. And she'll sign it. Oh, I'll leave the date blank. All right. Who shall I make it payable to? I told you. Me. What? Me. Well? Let me borrow your pen, Mr. Mason. Well, Perry Mason is going into action. And don't you wonder what he can be planning that's so risky he won't even tell his own associates what he's about. Then you'll surely want to join us for Monday's important and exciting episode. Classic Streams This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. Classic Streams